Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Marla Rencher. She is an entrepreneur, anthropologist, and a speaker at TEDx, as well as South by Southwest, based out of Detroit. Marlo, thanks so much for being on our show today. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm always fascinated when I meet people that are different, unique, and special in your case. You're an anthropologist. Why did you choose to study anthropology? Well, first, I never want to assume that people even know what that is. So first explain what anthropology <laughs> is and why you personally chose to get a PhD in anthropology. Yeah, so what anthropology is the study of people in all places and at all times. So um, really, it um, was something that excited me because every thing that I did as an entrepreneur um, with a business background really was connected to people. You know, you're, you're not talking to corporations, you're actually talking to people. Um, and so really, um, after getting an undergraduate in marketing, um, having my MBA um, from the University of Michigan, and having these experiences um, and frameworks and things like that that I was working from, I, I wanted to take a deeper cut at some of the problems and issues that I was focused on. And, and anthropology, um, in its deep study of people, was a good place for me to, to get that deeper perspective. That's fascinating. What are some things as you're studying? Because, again, you didn't just, like, read a book. You were, like, got a PhD. So I'm always fascinating as you're in the library or in your dorm room, wherever you're studying, right? Like, I'm just curious, like, what are some things when you first started learning is like, wow, that's like fascinating. Anything that kind of really, you know, stand, stand, stand out? Yeah, actually, um, my research topic was on the sociocultural, basically what's the human side of entrepreneurship? Like I learned about, you know, business plans and, you know, frameworks, strategic frameworks and things like that from business school but what, what meaning did people place on entrepreneurship? And what were some of the central rituals of entrepreneurship, like pitching, um, you know, that type of thing? It, it's a ritual of entrepreneurship that's a very, very human thing. So really, um, you know, that was my focus. And, um, you know, having been an entrepreneur and having supported entrepreneurs um, and helping them and coaching them, I, I got this kind of research aspect that um, I thought was really fascinating. And were there certain case studies that, again, really, really piqued your interest? Yeah, absolutely. I was interested in high growth entrepreneurship, specifically tech-based entrepreneurship. Um, and, you know, just finding out how, what are some of the codes of it, some of the unwritten codes of it, um, what are some of the things that, that people do, um, almost like what are the, the uniforms and and the ways that people express themselves around entrepreneurship. Yeah, well, um, can you share with those, like specific companies and specific <laughs> types of, <laughs> it's like, sure, yeah, sure. here's a box and a package, but I don't want to show you the actual present. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the things that I've, I've noted is that when you're doing a pitch, there's a certain uh, way that you do a pitch. There's a certain way that you dress. So you're mostly kind of undergraduate, um, it, it's a gendered approach, so it's, it tends to go, at least at the time that I was um, speaking, it tends to go kind of male, uh, undergraduate college student. Um, you know, you tend to wear kind of a logo. Um, there's a, a certain kind of casualness to it. Um, there's even sometimes an irrever irreverence. Sometimes people do a little bit of cursing, but not deep cursing. Um, and, in fact, that was um, some of the subject of a TED Talk that I gave a, a while back. 
That's fascinating. He's like, you know, as a living, I, I speak for a living and I also help and coach executives and entrepreneurs on how to become speakers around the world. And one of the things I get approached a lot for from startups, frankly, are like, hey, how do I communicate better? Because I see all these people that have great ideas. And you talk about rituals and pitching. It's like one of the most single most important skills because Steve Wozniak once said this for Apple. He literally said, if not for Steve Jobs, we wouldn't have an Apple because Steve Wozniak literally gave away their products early on in their days, whereas Steve Jobs, as many of us know, are the, he's a marketer, he's a promoter, he's a storyteller. So I'm curious for you, you're, you, you have this tech town. What is that about? It, it's because it's, it's technology-based, but then you talk about the, the human side. So it's like, how does that, you know, what is that about? Um, you know, so I, I've, I've worked in accelerators and incubators and things like that for, for actually a couple of decades now. And what Tech Town in Detroit is, is um, trying to build up as many um, entrepreneurs as possible uh, to really revitalize the city of Detroit. And so what we're doing is we're building a tech, a, a pipeline, and my specific job is director of technology-based programs. So I'm building a pipeline of tech-based entrepreneurs that are in and of the city of Detroit. And so things like how to pitch, um, you know, one of the things that I did in my research is kind of do a side-by-side a -side contrast between like a priest giving mass and Steve Jobs doing a pitch. And you'll find that there's a lot of similarities in the way that, people, that he's positioned and the way that um, he speaks that, um, that work well in the tech world. The way that you pitch is... Um, is, is kind of similar. So those are some of the things that um, we teach along with the kind of regular business stuff, but how to be a tech entrepreneur is part of what um, I, I deal with at Tech Town. And also I'm developing an independent course around like what is, what is some of those kind of mindset attributes and what are some of the rituals and the human parts of being a tech entrepreneur so that you can, you know, get beyond your imposter syndrome um, and really kind of own that, that, that role. Yeah. No, again, when, when we talk about, again, technology and, and human side, it's like, because when I spoke at Google in, in Mountain View, they're very interested in me talking to them about relationship building because for them, literally half of their staff has to be engineers. And so they want them to have the more like, quote unquote, soft skills. So I'm curious, what are some challenges that you feel a lot of these tech startups have in terms of how they want to grow? They might have an idea, but are, what are some of the main issues that you feel that they have and how you've been able to help them? Actually, I'm glad you asked that question um, because one of the main issues is that people come in with a solution and they're trying to find somebody to match that solution to um, rather than really focusing on the person that, uh, whose problem they're trying to solve. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, they're really trying to push the solution, push the solution without getting a deeper understanding. And one of the things I'm really proud of at Tech Town is um, we have this program called Start Studio that's all customer discovery where we tell people, you know, you got to put your solution on the shelf and really get in depth with the customer. And we even match each startup with an anthropologist to help them not pitch their startup and to get, <laughs> you know, and get some empathy around what it is they do. Cause you know, no, most people is... are, are, are trying to sell and yeah. Yeah. You know. See that, that is so important because again, some of these things seem so simple, but frankly it's not. So like literally I was in Saudi Arabia in November and they had this massive entrepreneur, it was called the Entrepreneurship World Cup. So they had 100,000 entrants, registrants from all around the world, Marlo. And the ones that I remember was literally, they catered to the judges, literally. They walked up to each judge, mm -hmm. and acknowledged them as a human being. And then they went into the thing, because again, like, again, that, we're not taught this. That's why I was so fascinating where you had the 
anthropology background and the business background. Because like you said, the ones that really get it, get that we're all emotional people. And even Steve Jobs, he created this whole Think Different campaign based on looking at how Nike created this emotional appeal with Just Do It, but it's like very visceral. So for Tech Town itself, what are some things like, let's say this audience is global and we want to invest in Detroit. We want to invest in some of your programs. What, what do you think is unique about where, where you are and the opportunities that are there? Um, I think that, uh, you know, particularly around our first, we, we are the only um, organization in, in our region that for tech companies has a program that gives them support at the concept stage. This is before MVP. Um, and so what we do is we don't say, hey, tech entrepreneurs, come and uh, work with us. We say, do you have a tech idea? And just changing that little bit of um, how we express ourselves gives us a much deeper, more diverse, more inclusive group of people because most folks don't identify as tech entrepreneurs. When you say, hey, tech entrepreneurs, most people say, hey, I don't look like, like uh, Mark Zuckerberg. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. feel like I'm not Steve a programmer. Jobs. I'm not this. Yeah, I'm not, not a programmer and all that. And we're, we're moving all that to the side and say, do you have a great tech idea? And if that's the case, then we can help you to move that idea to the next level. Um, and so that's, you know, the, I think that's the biggest thing, and that what is the ideas that we hear when we come out of that are really inspiring to us. And, you know, to be clear, we do have programmers coming in. It's not just, you know, <laughs> hey, no programmers. It's programmers come in, but it's also, you know, somebody who had 10 kids who, you know, had transit issues came in, but she taught herself to code, you know. Yeah, that's great. Um, we have all these different kinds of people coming in, with different ideas that are solving way different uh, problems than, you know, we usually see in tech programs. And I think that's the thing that makes us most unique. No, and, and, I, and I agree from a personal standpoint, like I'm an online entrepreneur, but I'm not a tech person. And even Steve Jobs, by the way, like he wasn't a tech guy. Like he created Apple, but he was more of a storyteller marketer. And again, Steve Wozniak was the tech guy. So I want all of our listeners to know that what you're creating as a model to help people with bringing in ideas and inclusivity, I admire and applaud you for that, Marlo. And hopefully our listeners can look at you as an example of, of, of a pioneering thought and a process and a platform to really help more people out there. How can our guests learn more about you and stay in touch, Marlo? Please um, stay in touch with me um, on Twitter at um, Marlo Rencher, M-A-R-L-O-R-E-N-C-H-E-R. Um, so Twitter at Marlo Rencher, twitter.com slash Marlo Rencher. Great. Marlo, thanks so much for your time. Have a great day. Thanks so much, Chris.